Hello, my beautiful sisters. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm very glad to be back online. Um, I haven't posted in a while because in my mind, I thought that, uh, well, let's just say the last two months have been emotionally challenging. And I want to write to you when I am, when I was in a better, let's say more positive state. But after talking with some of you, my wonderful listeners, I realized it is part of the journey of mine, my state of mind actually. And the way I go about overcoming it, uh, all the aspects of being single and a mother can still benefit some of you. So I'm going to talk today about the big D, like divorce. Um, I have to talk to you about it because this is basically what I'm going through right now. And, um, you know, I've heard about those amiable, amiable, I think that's the way to say it, amiable divorce where both parties can communicate and come to an agreement. And also I've heard of the ugly divorce where anger and frustrations blind the eyes and the mind of both parents. But nothing like Hala, nothing can fully prepare, could have prepared me for the emotional roller coasters that comes with divorce. So today I want to touch about a bit the process. Um, okay, I'm not an expert. But my hope or the intent of this podcast is that some of my personal experience um, and what I'm learning perhaps can help you while going through it or were preparing for it or maybe you're thinking about going to it, going straight to it, uh, a divorce process um, can learn from it and get some tips. So I'm going to talk about different sections. So uh, first, we're going to talk about lawyers, uh, how to choose one, what happened. Um, Then we're going to talk about the court, uh, specifically the Alberta Queen's Bench, because that's where I am. That's where I live. So the court may be different depending where you're living, but some of the basic are the same. Then I'm going to talk about the ex- um, about him like what about it right <laughs> how to handle the situations with ex especially the communications portion of it uh, the children um, our focus always has to be the best interests of our children right and I say our children it's not mine and his it's our children when it comes to divorce right and then we're going to talk about me, how, how, what I'm doing to keep myself above water and sane. And perhaps you, what you can get from it. Okay, so let's go straight at it. The lawyers. Oh, you know, I, I love that show Suit. Do you watch this, that show Suit? I don't know if it's only a Canadian show. But anyhow, it is freaking good. And, you know, you can see that cool specter guy he goes and he get his client and he's the best buddy he's the best of all and he get those great conversation he's gonna defend you and um 
yeah you think it's uh whoa lawyers are cool and things like that uh let's just say in reality it's a little bit a lot different yeah a little bit a lot different um i'm actually with my second lawyer believe it or not and i know some of you thinking about it you'll be like what the hell but guess what apparently it's common to go to two three four different lawyers by the end of a divorce i know right like i wish somebody had told me that before so my first lawyer okay was good just not available when i truly needed or very vague in the communications on what to expect and what to expect are the fees or the workload um, so after a second incident with my ex I kindly thank my uh, previous lawyer and change lawyer yes it came with a big huge bill and I'm like what did we do for this to cost me that much money but anyway I guess they have to do to have a living and it's up to us to be smart about it right so when it comes to lawyers fees there are there was a lot of aspects I didn't think of I thought hey I'm paying the lawyer everything should be included right but no it's not like that um, I knew I had to pay for the services but then realized it came with paying for every emails we exchange every email they exchange with the other party every paper they had to print every court files every phone calls every little thing you're being charged into charge so remember that so don't call them like I did at the beginning thinking that oh I have a question I'm just gonna call ding 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 you get it. it's you being charged for it just saying and it's because my first story didn't really mm, explain to me this right and as much as I will always be grateful for um, taking me out on a out of scary fearful situations and I will forever be grateful for that one thing I also found, like I was talking about the movie Suit, lawyers are not a friend. We are, they're working for us. We hire them for the advice and for the services because we don't understand fully how complex the court can be. So my second lawyer, the current lawyer that I have right now, came to me as an answer to my prayers. I know. I knew I couldn't go on with the lawyer I had, but I had no idea how I was going to find one that I can trust. I was like Googling, I was searching, um, what's the best lawyer, how to choose a lawyer, all kind of fun things like that. And I became a little bit overwhelmed because it's easy to get overwhelmed when it comes to choose a lawyer. So I prayed. And one thing I can say, there's power in a heartfelt prayer I prayed and uh, within days like a couple days I met a co-worker that I haven't seen for years and within 10 minutes of talking boom she referred me to a lawyer 
she too went to several lawyers and that lawyer that she had was number three so after receiving the referral i phoned my current lawyer and with 10 minutes in a conversation i filled the connections then i met with her and i was prepared this time the second time i had um, a list of questions i got from google i know i got my list of questions so i was ready to ask all the questions to see uh to understand who she is what a purpose and everything like that and how if we actually can actually work together so i chose her because she didn't sugarcoat me she sent me she showed me her fees including all the small print that i didn't get from the my previous lawyer she explained clearly how she works. We talk honestly. She doesn't feel my frustrations. Because sometimes you may find a lawyer that, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, he's, he's a bastard. Oh yeah, he's like this. It's like, no, she's totally not like that at all. She doesn't go there. She doesn't want me to be, to be feeling that. She helped me show, she helped me see both sides of the queens. His side, my side. And often the middle ground where the judge will go. Even though we uh, we had we actually we had some hiccup since we've been together, and she, but she's able to take responsibility for her action. Uh, I can ask her the hard questions and challenge some of her advice. We actually are building a real relationship. But I also know this is her living, and I respect that as well, right? She has proven several times to me she won't take advantage of me with unnecessary emails, phone calls, meeting, or show up at the courts to oppose something that was unnecessary. I can give her feedback and we can clarify and speak honestly. I know I've said that word honestly many times, but it's super important. She doesn't give me false expectation or win. She said like it is. When choosing a lawyer, make sure he or she keeps you grounded. And you can talk openly of your concerns. So that was my little take on lawyers. Um, but also follow your gut feelings and pray about it. Anyways, it worked for me. The second one, the court. Um, I'm not only going to talk, like I said, about um, my jurisdictions, which is in Canada, which is in Alberta. So my first time in morning chamber, which is... Um, where you go to court and it's like 10 minutes you get to talk about the subject and the court can make a decision if they cannot make a decision they send you for a longer period uh, another um, hearing which is it's a bit longer anyhow so my first time in morning chamber was my first time in court was hala i opening like yeah Morning chamber here in Alberta is when you present your case, like I said. And it's not really in front of a judge. It's more like they call it justice or, or master. I know. At the Queen's bench. So I was in front of a justice. We called him my lady, if it's a man uh, or a woman, uh, for a woman, sorry. And uh, lord, if it's a man. Instead of your honor, honor, I think. They are preliminary sort of uh, to decide if it's truly, if what we're talking about should go to trial or at any more time, but they can make a decision. So you have to be really quick 
and clear in your affidavit while your lawyer has to be able to present your case like and show who you are within five ten minutes max it's uh it's pretty uh, intense let's just say that both parties present their case so i came to think it's court so we all have to tell the truth well hala i learned very quickly how the truth can be banned and presented and I also learned on what i may think is a big deal for me may not be at all for the justice i also learned that some lawyers are here for the kill for lack of better word i was yelled at at court by the opposite lawyer he made a mistake with the date so i don't know i just say it at a different date and he yelled at me but the good thing is that the justice didn't like that and asked the other party to be respectful so you can hopefully have that if that ever happens to you but i hope it never does it is court is intimidating because we don't especially if you don't understand all the little rules or that comes with it it can be very overwhelming it is an emotional truck load boom that just fall into you because it's like so emotionally charged um but the thing is i was lucky that day because i had a friend of mine show up uh her name is puni thank you puni uh that's her nickname um she show up and sat in the bench behind me which brought me some comfort it made me think of some of us who are alone during those situations honestly um how how do you do it i my heart goes for you for those of you who have experienced it have been going by yourself the main pur- purpose of litigations it seems is to portray the worst part of the other person so one lawyer is going to say uh go to the extreme side and the other lawyer will go to the other extreme side so the justice find himself trying to get into the middle and always in always in the best interest of the children if you have children that's what they think about the best interest of the children that's it that's all no matter what which i think is fantastic but remember what is they think is the best interest might not always be what you may think is the best interest does that make sense i hope so if not send me a note i might be able to clarify for you but I really, I talked to my lawyer very clearly. I didn't want to go to that, um, to the extremes. I don't want to show that that is awful, dad. I just wanted to go with facts. And I just wanted to go with, with evidence. Because I, remember, it's always your words against the other person's words. So if you're thinking about it, preparing yourself for divorce, um, I would suggest you keep every email, text, video whatever you have communications keep them all because those are evidence um also yeah basically that's what it is you have to keep those informations if you haven't well it's really going to be how you're going to present yourself how your lawyer is going to present you and how good they're going to be presenting you right so be careful about that but um like I said, I didn't want to go to that like 
extreme side because I don't believe in that. Um, I I want to make sure like that we don't we don't go for that side because I wanted to live with myself knowing that I only came with the truth and I stood only with the truth and what I can prove, right? Even though as much intimidating, as much overwhelming it was, um, I found myself in a really good, peaceful peaceful place during that morning chamber because my friend, like I said, was in the back, sitting in the bench. Um, I didn't feel alone. I did prepare myself the night before. I really had a good sleep night's sleep i got myself some tlc like some um a nice bath um next time i'm going to court i'm going to get myself a good massage before going anyhow but do that do those things do those tlc um do what you gotta do to be at peace if you can avoid going to court do it but don't do it because you're afraid of it. Just because, do it because um, if you really can have a communications, if you find you can actually communicate, I mean, I believe with your other partner. But if you can, well, if you have no choice, you have no choice, you do it, right? But don't let fear take over you. You will be fine. Just give yourself some serious TLC before attending. That's what I will say about court. Okay, the next part, I want to talk about the ex. Ah, Allah. The fun part, right? Um, You know, so if it's an amiable divorce, well, you're lucky. Lucky. And even amiable, I heard that sometimes it's stressful. No matter what, divorce is stressful, right? But if, you, if the ex is not, doesn't want to communicate, and it's turning into that ugly divorce then you'll be surprised how that some people can turn into someone you've never seen before um i think i talked in my first uh podcast that mine cheated whatever he cheated the interesting thing is i'm learning is it is easier for those who cheat to be angry than to be apologetic and that angry whew, when it's fueled by anger it goes bananas so i will say to try to communicate with them especially if you have children try to not take anything personally try to be disengaged um with the emotional stay focused with only things regarding the children try to stay focused it's for the best interest of the children to keep a decent relationship with your ex because it's gonna be in your life and in their lives a long time let's say as long that everybody's alive right so um it's really important to try to build that relationship at hard it could be and trust me it can be freaking hard but i know for myself when i think it's about the children not about me it totally helps anger blind and if they are presented by and if by any like reason the ex or the other party is represented by someone one joy and wants to feel that anger omg says watch out 
be safe. Speaking from experience, in a desperate ex, make desperate move. Do not underestimate how far they will go and run with their anger. No matter what you say, they will not hear it because it's coming from you. So you have to be careful with that too. A simple matter can turn into a huge argument. And also you are as well the ex as well. I'm, re I'm realizing I'm also the ex, right? And it's I'm probably the crazy ex on his side, right? Like he's my he's the crazy ex on my side. So try to hear him out without the emotions. So when he talked to me, I tried to very, very hard to hear the words he's saying and not only feeling the emotion I might be feeling at that moment. Trust me, it's easier to be said than done, but it can be done. And you know what? As I'm working towards it more and more, um, I've been doing it since like last year, there's a more, there's a disengagement so that the zinger doesn't affect as much, right? Uh, zingers are like little nasty comments that comes when somebody talks to you with anger. So, as well, it's important to take responsibility for our actions. I made peace with my ex cheating. I don't hate him. I am not hurt anymore. Um, my grief is done. It's been like over four years. It's over. I don't spend time talking about um, the pain it caused. I just live my life with the children. So, because I want to find love and I wish him the same. And you know what? The only way this I'm able to feel this way is because of therapy. Because the end of a marriage, even if you ended like I did, um, it's still a loss. Therapy constantly will help you make peace with the loss. Peace is a wonderful thing because that makes that I can be open to new relationship myself. Um, and also it makes that I can actually rebuild a different type of relationship with the ex. Um, then we're also open for love. The real love, not the rebounds, right? Um, I find a lot of time women will go and jump around men's too they do that jump go for rebounds so you don't that stop it if you did some good work on yourself then you most likely won't go for that also peace comes with forgiveness forgiveness to other person and forgiveness to yourself and I was able to forgive him and I'm able to forgive myself because I was thinking that how in the world did I not see it earlier? Why did I stay that long? Why, why? Like all kind of stuff. So it's important also to forgive yourself. Mine came because of my faith and love in the atonement of Jesus Christ because it's part of my faith, right? So it doesn't matter what if, if you're a religious person, if you believe in God or Christ or whatever works for you use it uh, I'm not saying to forget but you you can forgive because if you cannot forgive going through divorce will make it super hard emotionally like it's gonna be draining sister 
like and i'm with forgiveness and i'm with peace in my mind and i'm and i'm like being emotionally challenged with it so don't keep the anger and the into yourself um because it's not worth it you're just gonna make yourself um more having more pain than anything else um i pray i pray for myself and i pray for the children i pray for him too for him to get peace but this is for me a way for me to deal with it so find a way maybe send positive energy whatever you can to him as well maybe that will help you um yeah that's what i was gonna say <laughs> and like i said yoga or oh, what i do um i do what i call um it's called uh, savers i think i talked to it about it before it's from a book called the miracle morning by ed arold i've been doing like for four years now um truly this book totally changed my life it's uh, i read every morning i write my gratitude journal i meditate i do yoga i do some visualizations i do some affirmations all those things have helped me and prepared me for these situations so sometimes when we are in a harder situations that's when we tend to not work on ourselves but I believe this is more than ever the time to do those things more than ever so you can stay strong emotionally physically and mentally okay so the X um, just remember life is better I'm trying every every day very hard to live my life in the present and not in the past or the future the past not gonna help whatever happened happened the future not gonna help because you don't know what's gonna happen you can create all the many stories you want it just we don't know so the only thing we have it's the now and we cannot control anything right that's the beauty of things too we cannot control everything um i i love to think that i'm gonna leave it to god to take care of the consequence you will be surprised on how wonderful he works because remember as much your ex is whatever you think about him he is also his son or his or his daughter right as well and like anything every actions as a reaction to there's a consequence for everything so remember we have an ex and we are the ex so it's better to be the ex you would like to have so let's talk about our kiddos oh my boo-boos um i think for me it's oh it's one it's the hardest it's hardest because i love the children so much i play with them i enjoy helping them make new discovery i love museum i love going to museum i love uh, just making them discover different foods and new friends and i'll do i will protect them and stand up for them no matter what lift them up take care of them you know uh, and we want to build i want to believe that my ex will do the same remember it's okay if their parental parental styles parenting sorry parenting <laughs> styles are not exactly how you would like it to be or how you think it should be 
Trust me, I had to learn that one. I had to learn that one. What to look for is one. Are they neglecting the children? Are the children safe or unsafe, right? Do they feed them or are they starving? And I'm learning as well. Feeding, it's different as well, right? Um, so have conversations if your kids have some dietary speciality well of course that we can make sure that those are covered but if not right um or there is abuse physical abuse emotional abuse right those are the things to watch for our role is to ensure to get the best childhood to end these stressful situations and it's include being with the other parent they have to spend some time with the other parents um, as long that we're confident that the children is, is safe right and they'll be okay but facts has to be speaking for those emotional physical and I, I pray very hard that um, none of our children are being hurts physically sexually but it does happen so make sure that you keep an eye on it but also don't create stories as well so the other side may or may not think they are doing anything wrong but like i said only proof will show it right and Conversation, communications help clarify a lot of uh, um, misinterpretations, assumptions, all those things that creates conflict. I like sometimes we create, we can create our own conflict in our head just by assuming. So communicate as much as you can, if you can, um, because the justice or the judge wants to see, wants to ask for pattern, history counts, physical evidence. All the sudden counts, but also the, they're always looking for the best interest of the children. So, and yourself as well, if you have been emotionally, physically, sexually assaulted, I know it's kind of hard to explain, but yes, husband can sexually assault you if you did not want to have sex with them. So remember that one part too, right? Our job is to love our children and give them the tools to strengthen their brain. Don't ever, like ever, I'm gonna say one more time, ever talk bad about the other parents to them, in front of them. Don't investigate unless you suspect something isn't right. You know, don't question your children because of personal ego, right? Um, because our children do get hurt and affected by those are if by some of those actions. Keep the conversations age appropriate. Um, love them more if they told you that the other person called a name. Well, have a conversation with them. Make them understand that they are not whatever the other person said, and also talk with the other parent. Through email, it's always the best because they keep track of everything. If the parent is neg negligent, stand up for the children, right? Um, all those things. For me, uh, what's been helping me, I remember the beginning of this process, 
I had a parenting coach, which was amazing, um, totally helpful. Um, you can also Google questions if you cannot have a parenting coach. You'll be amazed of the resource out th- resources out there. As well, because it brings extra stress in our world, be extra diligent. Um, I got this a fantastic, like, I'm like listening it now for the second time. I got this fantastic audio book. It's called If I Have to Tell You One More Time. It's by Amy McCready. She teaches on positive parenting and gives great tips. It works. I don't ever raise my voice now. Like it's, um, she gives some really good um, tricks or yeah, really good um, ways, techniques to uh, help our children and to help with some the behavior that can come up while while doing the divorce, but also in everyday life, right? Another book I like is uh, it's called Happiest The Happiest Toddler on the Block. Seriously, such a good book. Uh, totally helped me with parenting. Uh, as well, there's also books about on divorce that totally help children. One of my favorite is the Dinosaurs Divorce. It's uh, and it's not your fault, Coco Bear. It's so good because um, uh, especially Dinosaurs Divorce. It's not your fault, Coco Bear. Uh, when I read it with the kids, they they have a section, the one page that show like, how do you feel? And then you, there's some pictures of those feelings. And then I was able to ask his children, so how are you feeling right now? And I was surprised at some of the answers. And I was glad because they helped me see what's, ha- what's happening in their world, what they're experiencing. So I would really suggest those books. Um... No, and you know what? I know some podcasts we get paid for those uh, suggestions. I don't. <laughs> so I'm actually just giving you real books that I've read and that I've experienced. And um, well, if any of those people listening to it right now, they can send me uh, some kudos. But other than that, no, I'm just really telling you what I've read for real. So these books helped me discover how the children are doing, like I told you. And totally totally encourage them to share their feelings and i'm able to be more um diligent in watching them and uh, understand and respect more their feelings because i know what they are what i think might be like a meltdown might be just maybe some sadness uh, which is very interesting to learn sometimes the other side think it's okay to tell the kids to stop crying or you, or you don't need to talk to your mom or dad because you're in my house right now. Um, if the kids, especially in the beginning, if the kids need to talk to the other parents, let them talk to the parents, right? It's so important for their personal development. Um, embrace the children. Embrace them. Love them. Um, for me, that's what I do. I just love them as much as I can. Um, and we... I took them away from a toxic environment because I want them to be happy. And yes, divorce is different and it's hard and it's scary for them. So love, 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 love. Because they can see and they can see the truth, right? They 
they may not understand it with words but they understand it with feelings and if you talk back about the other person if you mean about the other person they they will resent whatever parents that lie whatever parents that talk bad whatever parents that put down the other one the kids will know and they will resent just make sure it's not you right make sure it's not you our job is to express love and to help them to express their, their feelings and to love because honestly truly love is the only answer in this and to help them know that you love them that the other that the other party love them of course if it's actually hurting them don't tell them they love them right but um but if if it's nothing like that just don't keep them away from the love of the other parents and also that's important for them to know they can share their feelings to both parents right not only to you but to both parents yeah co-parenting is challenging but always make the best interest of the children first the best interest of the children's so I'll talk about lawyers, I'll talk about court. Um, it's a long podcast right now. and um, but um, So I'm almost done, it's been 37 minutes. But uh, I want to talk about us, you, you, what you do for yourself. I've been to, uh, I've been to some tough time in my life, but this, whew, it's a hard one. Um, aggressivity it's not a good don't go there you know because it's easy to be aggressive it's easy to lie it's easy to be the blaming game um i'm like wow for me i'm amazed um, how much this is a lot what happened to an ugly marriage uh, ugly divorces um and the money yo University money for the children, travel, extra activities for the children are being wasted because of two people cannot communicate. It's so sad. It's so unfortunate. But when if you have no choice, you have no choice. You do what you gotta do, right? So I also learned that some of the law- other lawyers' tactics is to bleed the other person, is to question who you are, question your person, question your mental fitness, question everything. It's awful. It can get super awful. But you need to stay strong for yourself and for the children. So, you're going to be questions about your parents, uh, the way you parent. Even as freaking as being a freaking human being, everything will be questioned. But remember, it's not personal. It's uh, the other person, the other lawyer is just doing their job dictated by the ex or the other person it's not about winning this it's not a winning game it might be a winning game for the lawyers maybe but for you and if you have a good representations like i do it's not about winning it's about honestly finding the best way to communicate to have a relationship a moving forward relationship and the best interest for our children if you have children's if you don't have children's he gets a little bit easier it gets less complex 
So, but like the wise man who built his house on the rock, the wind can come, the tempest can come, the freaking, let's just say freaking tsunami can come. It will not move. May lost, the house may lost some like pieces on the way, but it will stay strong. It will stay still. So decide what is going to be that rock that you're going to build yourself on. I call it finding out my crazy glue. Bring out the mama bear. No, actually, bring out the lioness if you need to. Only it needs be. Be as prepared as you can be. Read as much as you can. Um, we're emotional being women. So trying to find that balance between the brain and the emotions. And trust me, sometimes it's hard. That's why it's good to have some good people surrounding you so you can vent, express yourself. And trust me, my friends have been fantastic for me and families have been fantastic for me. Um, so when they come at you, you, ha- you have that rock. Be your best self. Be your best self and let go of the rest. Why say that's because we can't control much. We can only control ourselves and our choices. The only can do is prepare yourself mentally, spiritually, and physically about it. Okay? Again, be at your best. So let's re- recap what I've talked today. Find a lawyer that is open, you trust, has your best interests, won't sugarcoat you or give you false expectations. And you can speak freely, honestly, and give your hardcore feedback too. Court, do some research on court etiquette. I will hate for you to have a lawyer yell at you. Bring a friend if you can when you're going to attend court. Give yourself some serious TLC before going there. You know, I'm thinking like it would be amazing if we had like a nice, uh, big single, single mom group, and uh, when one of us go to court, we can text a message, and a few of us, if we have time, we can show up there for the, each other. Wouldn't it be fantastic? So yeah, do some research when it comes to court. Your ex, be the ex you would like to have. Stand up for your kids. Believe the kids. Be strong. Remember, anger may blind, but one day this too shall pass. And whoever does feel themselves, fuel themselves in anger, will regret it at the end. And you don't want to be that person. The children, love, love, be patient, create open conversation, never talk bad about the ex. Stand up for them. Believe them. Believe them if they told you the parent, the other parent mistreat them. And also believe them if they told you that the other parent loved them. And they enjoy spending time with the other parent. It is okay. It actually should be good if they say those things. And about you. What I'm doing for me. Love you. Find help. Therapy. Counseling. Read books. Release the stress. 
do what he gotta do to be your best self. Ah, that's it. It was a heavy one. Whew. But I enjoy talking to you. I hope it helps. I hope I give you some tip, tips. I'm going to write on my Instagram page, um, single and mom. I'm going to write all the name of the books that I share with you. So you can go to that if you want to. And you can like also my page on Instagram. And yeah, I love you. I really do. Even though I don't see you, it sounds kind of weird. But it's true because I feel this weird connections that I can feel through the mic when I speak to you. Anyhow, if you have any feedback, send me feedback, send me a note, go to my Instagram, single and mom, and uh, post questions, anything, comments. Um, I love you very much. Have a fantastic week. Let's talk soon. We'll be sooner this next time. Okay? Bye.